It's time to tap in to your mental wealth. Every sector of our lives is pretty much pretty much under construction. Family under construction. Career under construction. Relationships under construction. Emotions. I know mine live under construction. Finances under construction. We might as well be under construction together. Welcome to Under Construction, everybody, with your girl, Tamar Braxton. Are you ready for the epic 21 summer that the good Lord is about to bless us with? I mean, listen, I feel like a whole new woman out here. I'm vaccinated. She's ready to perform and reclaim my time on the stage. (laughs) And like my Auntie Maxie Waters taught us all to do, okay, just reclaim our time, okay, out here in December 21 in these streets, hunty. Okay, (laughs) I mean, is everyone else ready to get back to being social without the distance? I I don't know if I am. I mean, I'm still going to have, you know, my six feet. I'm still going to wear my mask and all of that. But I'm just saying, I feel like I've mastered the lessons I was supposed to learn throughout this whole pandemic. So I'm ready to manifest every single positive, new and creative blessing that God has for me. I mean, can I get an amen? Anybody feel me out there? I think you do. Okay, on that note, let me tell you our affirmation today, y'all, because it goes hand in hand with what I'm saying, okay? It's good, y'all, I promise, because this is my favorite part of the show. Okay, y'all ready? All right, put your seatbelt on. I don't think y'all ready. Everything I touch will prosper. Now, I don't think y'all done heard me out there. Hello? Hello? Did you hear what I just said? I said, everything I touch will prosper. Yes, I didn't say almost, could, maybe, none of that. I said will and shall, all right? I mean, that means every single relationship that I form will prosper. Every single business opportunity that I commit to will prosper. Everything I touch, everything she touches, me, she, her will prosper okay but for real i truly believe if you believe the words that you just spoke and hold it close to your heart it will manifest itself into your life all right everybody today on tamar's takes i'm sharing three ways you can check in with yourself mentally and spiritually now over the past year and a half you may have adopted new behaviors to ensure that your cup in these two areas are never depleted well As the hustle and bustle picks up, I want to make sure that we keep these check-ins going. Or if you've never established any, it's probably time to implement some of these ideas. Number one, every morning before you check your emails, social media accounts, or even hop out of bed, why don't you try to jot down three things that you're grateful for? And guess what, everybody? You need to change that thing up on the daily. Now don't just write, I'm grateful for my family, I'm grateful for my friends, my man, or my job. No, poo. Every day, write something different down and really give it some thought, okay? All right, number two, find 10 minutes out of your day to meditate. Now, this might sound hard, but honestly, over time, this might turn into your favorite part of the day. Now, if you have a hard time finding the time, Just set an alarm and commit to closing your eyes, sitting very silently and just being still. 
All right, you can do it. It's only 10 minutes, okay? <laughs> okay, last but not least, at the end of the day, take a few moments to consider your blessings. Now, everybody, I'm gonna need you to write down five things that happened throughout the day that was positive, okay? It's just like, you know, repeating the blessings over your day. All right, that's not too bad, not too hard. You can do it. I believe in you. Well, these are just three of the many ways you can check in with yourself to ensure that we're not losing ourselves or waddling in the negative aspects of our life, right? Because I promise you, if you do these three exercises, you will wake up grateful and close your eyes with gratitude. Well, at least I believe you will. But what do I know? These are only Tamar's takes. All right, I'm going to keep it a thousand. Everybody, it's time to tap into that keep it a thou thou inbox and pull out a few questions for your girl Tay Tay. Angel, let's see what we got today. Hey Tay, do you believe in crystals? And if so, do you use them? Okay, so this is my take on crystals, okay? I think it's personal. I do. And, you know, you got to be real careful about the advice you give about crystals because people might think you're into some type of witchcraft. And if that's what you do, that's your business. But what I'm saying is, is that I think when it comes to crystals, it's a real personal connection. And so people want to know, do I believe in it? Yeah, I'm a Pisces. I can't help but to. You know, I believe that, you know, a lot of comfort, a lot of healing comes from the earth. And, you know, that's where the crystals come from. But, you know, I only have one God and that's the only one true living God and that would be <laughs> Jesus all right all right my friends never support me on social media I have a business but they never like my posts or even share them for that matter should I feel some type of way about this or do I just accept it for what it is here's the thing how I feel about people supporting you on social media that is not their job to broadcast your business <laughs> it's just not if people want to do things out of the goodness of their heart then that's fine have you asked them to do it and they still said no that's another situation you know what I'm saying but I don't think people owe you to support your business it is up to you to make sure your business is successful now at the same time you don't want a bunch of haters around you but you do want to make sure you are responsible for the blow up of thine own ass <laughs> That is not his job or her job to make sure your business is successful. And if they want to, out the goodness of their heart, post your stuff, yeah. They're supposed to be your biggest cheerleader. But at the end of the day, they're not obligated to making sure you blow up. They're not. That is your job. Period. That's just how I feel. Yo, so because you got a hot dog business, I'm supposed to have hot dogs all over my page now? No. I mean, for real. Like, for no. That is not my job. That's your business. You make your page a hot dog page. <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. And more importantly, I hope that you found my responses beneficial, especially if you submitted a question. Now, if you'd like for your girl Tay Tay to answer a question or two for you, regardless of what your question might be, I'd love to offer my insight to help you deal with whatever situation you might be dealing with. Just shoot your girl a note to ucwithtamar at gmail.com. That's the letters ucwithtamar at gmail.com. Look, I don't have all the answers, but you can definitely count on me to keep it a thou thou. Up next, we're going into the blueprint. This, this is the blueprint. Come on, y'all. Let's go. When it comes to taking care of those around us, we're more inclined to do that before we ever think to look in the mirror and evaluate our own needs. Now, this has been true for me and so many others in and out of the entertainment industry. 
including gospel recording artists and one-third of the all-women's trio, Destiny's Child, Michelle Williams. Now, Michelle joins us to share lessons learned and captured in her new memoir, Checking In, How Getting Real About Depression Saved My Life and Can Save Yours. Welcome to the show, Michelle. What is going on? You feeling all uh, right? I feel amazing. How do you feel? You look amazing. Thank you, friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, did we dust our own face or did we have somebody come and dust you? I had someone to do a dusting. Oh, you did? I, it was, I had to be up too early this morning. I said, come on so I can keep my eyes closed while you dust. So you do know how to beat and dust your own face, though. Not not like this. I, I don't know how to do all the contouring and the highlighting and stuff. I can do a regular safe foundation, some yeah. blush, safe enough. You know, if it's like a, a going to lunch right quick, but for nationwide TV and stuff. Yeah. I need you don't to ever enlist. do it, really? I need to enlist help. You know, I cannot. <laughs> I tried even like like last week. Uh-huh. I was like, well, let's see, because you got a lot of interviews you got to do. Just go on yeah. YouTube and look at a tutorial. Yeah. It, it just didn't work out. No. <laughs> Especially you when know. they're like, oh, take take the darker conceit, the darker stick and yeah. do your cheeks. I looked like a scarecrow, a jack o yeah, You know why? I'm telling you, it's the blending for me. It I is can't the blend. blending. <laughs> I'm going to leave that to the pros. So funny. Well, you know, to me, you're a pro. At everything you do. And I loved you for years and you know that. I have to start off by congratulating you on not even just the success of, you know, your book Mm. and your podcast, but just, you know, the success of Michelle Williams personally. Mm. You know what I mean? The elevation to Michelle Williams and how far you've come just for yourself. You know what I mean? And so, no, really serious. And I'm just. I'm more excited to talk to you because I feel like we got so much in common. And not before last summer did I know why. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know how you just kind of gravitate to people, like people's energy and spirit, and you don't know why. You think it's for one reason, but then you find out it's for a whole nother different spiritual reason. You know what I'm saying? And I know I thank you every time I talk to you. And so this time is no different than other yeah. than any other. Thank you so much. Every time I see you, I'm going to thank you for reaching out to me. Absolutely. You know, it was giving you grace and at the same time space. Like the grace is, I know what you're going through. I'm here yeah. for you. And the space is, it's whenever you want. Because in that yeah. time, you didn't need a lot of instructions and advice. I think you just needed to know who was there for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in that space, it made me feel normal. Because everything else made me feel a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I hope it also not made you feel seen and loved and cared about. It did. You it know, did. But and, so and that I remember that moment I felt like I was isolated to the world. Do you know like yeah. isolated from the world is really yeah. what I'm trying to say. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like nobody knows what I'm going through. Nobody has been there. You know what I mean? Nobody Mm. knows what my thoughts are. Mm. I am truly alone. And what I've quickly come to find out is that I definitely truly was not. (laughs) And somebody that I knew that face was totally familiar to me Mm -hmm. went through the same. Absolutely. Another brown face. Yes. Uh, An amazing face. Another another face, a black face, is because sometimes we don't talk about it a lot. And but I'm so glad you 
are opening up and you are sharing your heart with us every week. You actually, you, you've been sharing your heart for a long time. Yeah. And I just don't <laughs> know if people really saw. Yeah. You've been sharing yeah. your heart for a long time. Yeah. It's been a, but you know, it's been a lot of like adjectives around it that people missed. The, <laughs> they people missed, missed it. Missed the cues. Yeah, they missed they it. They didn't read they the room. Mm-hmm. But, you know, speaking of like, I know when you reached out to me, now you're reaching out to the entire world, you know, with your book and your podcast about it. Yeah. Why? Why do you feel compelled? Like, this is your ministry. Obviously, this is who you are. Mm-hmm, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Why? Why do you think? Why do you feel so comfortable talking about all of your mental struggles? Mm. Well, definitely, I think at this time, I'm ready to, on the healing journey, there's, is always a journey. It's a daily thing to even want to stay in the healed place. Yes. It's a daily, uh, it's a daily, it's a choice we make daily, Tamar. You know that. Girl, it's a I daily do. choice we Facts. make, right? And it's like, I don't want all my hard work to go off the window. Now give yourself, give ourselves space to be human. But yeah. I think at this point, we should be able to recover quicker from, Maybe um, you're still doing the work, but maybe you still got a little pop off on you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, wait, 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 wait. But you know how to recover quicker, apologize quicker. But at the same time, learning too, what I'm going through does not give me the the right to defile others either. Facts. So if you have done that, it's okay. Apologize. Um, But I think at this time it was to... Be the mouthpiece for somebody who doesn't know how to articulate what they're going through. And then they read the book and say, that's what it is. This is what I've been going through. I'm not alone. I'm not weird. I knew something was going on. Yeah. These words help me define what it is. So do you remember how old you were when you first felt, okay, something's off here. Mm -hmm. Around this, whatever that age is for seventh grade, 12-ish. Uh, yeah. You know, I was very tired, isolating. My grades were dropping. Wow. I was losing interest in like, you don't want to go to choir rehearsal. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to go to school. You don't, you don't want to do nothing. <laughs> yeah. You know, and um, yeah. And I just remember feeling like, well, maybe it's puberty. Maybe it's growing pains. Maybe... I don't know. Maybe this is what teenage girls, you go through a season of kind of isolation. I'm, maybe I'm just learning myself and who I am. Yeah. And then not knowing that it would follow me into my 30s before I got a diagnosis of depression. Really? It was a long time. So imagine you're about 12 years old and you don't get a diagnosis to your 30s. So that's about 18 years. Wow. Of coping or knowing how to just prance through life and act as if you've been okay all this time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I can imagine that. Yeah. Wow. So no one, no one around you could recognize that something was not all the way okay with Michelle. No, because I'm naturally, genuinely, I'm not an angry person. I'm not a person that goes off. So I was able to just kind of mask it. You know, but it wasn't until I I could no longer hold it where my responses started to become out of character of who I am. Like what you mean? Like a was it like a trigger? Did something spark? Absolute um um trigger, betrayal. Yeah, yeah. Like, all right, I done covered you one too many times. This time I can't <laughs> cover you. You finna feel this yeah. wrath. But yeah. it was still unhealthy. Cause it, it could have landed me in jail. That's the side of me that people are shocked to know about. 
Everybody. Oh, I'm shocked. My mouth is on the when floor. When you keep pressing the person who's normally quiet, who's normally the type of person, I'm not even going to tell you I know you did me wrong. I'm going to just suppress it. Yeah. Do it again or let the next person do it. You going to yeah. feel the wrath of the other 10 people that I should have got together. Like what had happened was. What had happened was, honey, had I carried out what was in my head to do, Yeah, it had been mugshot, child. It had been, I probably would have been sentenced to prison. What? Yeah. Was this like because a boy? I'm, no, no. A situa- it, it wasn't even a romantic relationship thing. It was more so a business thing. Oh. Because I'm, I'm good to, I'm good to people. I, yeah. you know... And I just felt like a person has, in this situation, you had no reason to lie. You had no, I, yeah. it felt like a betrayal and I felt defiled. I felt violated. Yeah. Especially when I try to be truthful and honest and outgoing and giving. I felt, I felt betrayal. It was almost like when Jesus was like, Judas, you finna betray me. Mm-hmm. He like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I said the same words. I said, don't betray me. Don't do me. And sure enough, that thing was brought to the light. And I was livid. And I remember I didn't even have an appointment with my therapist that day. And I drive to her office. And she comes out of her office. She was walking somebody out. And I'm sitting on the couch. She says, Tanitra? (laughs) Literally just like I said, yes, ma'am. She said, you don't have an appointment today. I said, well, I need to see you. And I need to see you right now. She said, uh, it's, it's funny that my client who's supposed to be here right now canceled. Wow. Something said, get in your truck and drive. It was just like, go, <laughs> go, go, wow. go, 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 go. I don't care if I had to sit there for five hours till she had an opening slot. I wasn't yeah. moving. Yeah. And in that moment, she said her client canceled. That was the Holy Ghost. That was the Holy Ghost saving me. Yeah. And that other person. (laughs) I was plotting. Yes. But that goes to show you when you let that mind rumble and you are, you will start thinking unwise things. And I think that's how some people, they let their anger get the best of them. Yeah. And they end up in a situation that they really don't want to be in. But clearly you had already started your therapy process because you drove to your therapist. I drove there. Yes. I, you know I what I mean? There. Yeah. And that was really smart. You yeah. know what I mean? And that and, and when people think that a therapy, you know, doesn't benefit them, like these kind of stories is the proof that's in the yeah. pudding, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> like yeah. if she wasn't going to therapy, she wouldn't have known to go to her therapist to talk over the issues that is going on in her head. Ding, ding, that's ding. So good. <laughs> that part. That's that so part. good. And we talk about in the book, why did I feel, why did I get yeah. feeling so angry? Because I was like, I didn't, I didn't feel like I was valued. Respected. Yeah. And those mm. are things that you need. Mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. when you know for a fact you give to others. I'm very transparent to the point to where I can be like, Tamar, I didn't say this right thing. I didn't do that right. I didn't treat this person right. I didn't do yeah. that right. Yeah, I yeah, can say yeah. that too, but I know I can True. also say there were more times that I've given. Yeah. Yeah. Way more times. Yeah. We'll be right back after this short break. 
Welcome back into The Blueprint with singer and now author, Michelle Williams. So, in your book, Checking In, first of all, everybody, my girl Michelle Williams wrote a book called Checking In. Y'all need to go and check in. Come on. And get it. Okay, let's go there. But this is what I do want to ask you about that's um, in the book. And I found it so interesting that you was planning your own funeral. What What's that? Like, what you talking about? What What happened? Well, those plans still stick. I still want my orchids now. We, you know what? <laughs> I do. I do want my I orchid. I love an orchid. I do want an orchid. And I was like, well, we should be planning in our field. You need to have a will and your mm-hmm. plans. But mm-hmm. just stick it in a vault. Because for some, you don't want to plan to happen for 50 to 80 years. But in that yeah. moment, I was like, should I decide by my own hands to leave this world? This is Lord what I Jesus. want. This is what I want. And the audacity <laughs> to leave my plans for my hurting family. <laughs> carry these, carry this out for me. Yeah. That's the selfish part. Oh, man. Carry these wishes out for me, you guys. <laughs> People say the actual act of dying by suicide is selfish. No, I think it's the actual. Plans. Oh, baby. I think it's, it's the, the plan. It's the telling baby. people, okay, this is what I want y'all to sing. This is what I want y'all. These are the scriptures I want read. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I just got, that was a revelation right instantly in this spot. Like, that would have been the selfish part. Oh, yeah. That would have <laughs> taken everybody over the edge. That was the selfish part. But 50 yeah. years from now, yeah. 80, I do want them orchids. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean. Yes. Yes. And lilies. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. You know, it's so funny that you know, a lot of people feel like in that moment, it's not a selfish act. I know I, I felt like it wasn't. I felt like I was doing everybody a favor, but right. that's the sickness. Yeah. You feel right? like you're doing everybody a favor. You're a burden. You want relief. Who wouldn't yeah. want relief? But then that dust, that dust settles, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the guilt and Ooh. yeah, the, the guilt that you feel. For almost putting your loved ones. Mm -hmm. Because then you realize that there are people who really, truly love you and want you here. And need you Mm -hmm. here. Depend on you. Yeah. To be here. And that if you wasn't here, it would break them. Think about how broken you are. That other person Mm -hmm. or the other people that you don't realize in that moment needs you. It will destroy you. Yeah. And the things that you feel, you are now imposing on other people. Mm-hmm. people don't think about that I didn't think about that yeah you talking right me neither and it's like they're like we're here for you man and now they can't help you mm-hmm. we're you know we just have to maybe put pride aside and put pride aside and amplify humility to be able to say alright which one of you is safe that I feel like I can tell you I'm struggling yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't tell everybody, but there's one no, person that's safe who will say, okay, I'm going to hold your hand through this. And not tell nobody. I call that tribe. <laughs> it's somebody in your tribe that you can there trust is. more than yeah. everybody in your tribe. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? We all going to go to brunch together, but there is yeah. one person that I yeah. can call for sure and they know how to respond. Bond. It's not that others don't love you. This right. one knows how to respond. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, Michelle, I can't stand you right now. Because I wasn't even thinking about that until this very They know moment. how to respond. Yeah, it's the response for me. You know what I'm saying? Because what you don't what you don't want is you tell somebody and you feel like you can trust them and they're irresponsible with what you tell them. They're irresponsible with what you tell them. And then let's give grace to those who really and truly don't know what to say. So they yeah, don't say nothing at all. That's true. But then there is the irresponsible person like, girl, you better snap out of it. Yeah. Girl, let's go. And get, we, girl, come over to my house. I'm going I'm to cook your favorite food. A part of me might say, make sure you do some neck bones and yams. But that is the response <laughs> I needed to. But the other half is, Becky, I don't need no food. I need help, Linda. I need okay? help. And then really, so I think what you can say to a person that you feel like is going through, just say, hey, I don't want to get in your business, but I just want you to know I'm here for you. Yeah. That's healing. I, I said that at the beginning of this conversation that I'm here for you, for me, from you, Michelle. I mean, uh, it was big for me. Yeah, that's it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It was big. Yeah. You know, you don't necessarily have to like physically do anything, but just the value of telling someone that yeah. and that person hearing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. God, she's amazing. She's amazing. And, and present. <laughs> Sometimes even when you show up to my home, just your presence, you don't, you don't have to know what to say, but can you just show up, you know, and bring an ice cream sandwich or two? You know what? We always talk about food with Michelle. She loves to snack. I love that about her. I can't wait for her to come to LA so I can cook for her. And so she can lay on the couch and go into a coma. I saw the dinner party you had for (laughs) Bevy and I was like, I should have been there. Okay, well, we all know Michelle loves to eat. So now, in in your book, you talk about your life mission Mm. to be a mental health advocate. Why is that? Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to talk about it. Do you feel like it's a bunch of response? Like it's a load of 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 responsibility? Um, it's a responsibility if I didn't say anything. Yes, ma'am, it is. I think I'm clear on purpose more than ever before. Yeah. I'll talk about this every day for the rest every of my day. life. Because it's on you. It's on you. Got to. I, and somebody asked me, like, why are you comfortable? I'm like, I am more uncomfortable not speaking mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know, this is what God dropped in my life. Now, you know, I ain't never thought I'd be up here talking about anything about mental illness or, yeah. you know, what to do if you're feeling suicidal or, you know what I mean? How to deal with your family, how to deal with your relationship. I never thought about that. Never mm-hmm. in a million mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Did you ever feel like this is something that you should be talking about? Like, even in Destiny's Child, I felt like Michelle Williams' destiny was to be the third of the Destiny's Children and uh, this huge gospel mm-hmm. artist and, and preacher one day. I still see that. Yes. You know, I do. I'm sorry. I see that. Yes, and, ma'am. like, never thought about this. Mm-hmm. Have you? Absolutely. Really? I think about it all the Even time. Even back then, Michelle, though? Well, I will never forget. My mom told me. she. My mother is one of eight children. And when her mm-hmm. mother was dying, her mother was on her deathbed, uh, apparently prophesying to her children about their children. And it was said of me that I would evangelize one day. I see that. And I said, wait a minute. <laughs> I got to have on the doily. I got to have the handkerchief. Do I have to have room temperature apple juice? Like I got to stand in a pulpit type evangelizing. Not room temperature apple juice. 
You know about that room temperature apple juice? Don't do it. <laughs> Listen. Carry on crazy. <laughs> She's so crazy. With, okay, that, with that napkin sitting on top <laughs> of the cup. Jesus. Girl. Not going to wear me out today. Listen. I was Ugh. like, please don't tell me I got to be that girl. Please. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a way, maybe we won't call it evangelism, but there is something to be said about what we're doing right now. It's touch. Yeah, evangelism yes. wasn't just confined to the four walls of a temple or a church. They were in the streets evangelizing. Yeah. I think what we're doing is a form of that. We're not in the Agreed. church right now. And nope. thousands of people are hearing what we're saying. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Um, but my mama was like, if you can get up in front of thousands and sing those songs, you say you can get up in a pulpit. I'm like, yes, ma'am. All right. For you, I will. You know, what is that like for you, though? I shouldn't say I knew it was coming, but I didn't know well, what I'm going to say, what I'm what am I going to share? And she's like, oh, keep living. Yeah. Keep on living. And I feel like people buy into who we are. Yeah. Maybe even more so than the talent or the songs they buy into who we are. Well, this has yeah. been a part of who I am. Yeah. So I, what I'm doing is I'm writing down on this is right here. Let's see if you can see. It's my wall of wins. I'm here for it. Yes, ma'am. I have one, too. I have one. So yeah. something that you just said, you know, here on the show, we, we do takeaways before we leave about, you know, what this conversation brought to, <clears throat> you know, to each other. You know what I mean? Just talking to each other. Mm. And it just jumped out to me that you said, <clears throat> keep living. Keep living. Keep living. Keep trying. Keep doing it. Keep, keep going. And at your pace. Don't. That thing going right there. Yeah. Keep living at your pace. At your pace. Keep living. Like, it's so easy for us to quit and stop. It gets too hard. Can't find an answer. Mm. No one's listening. Can't trust anybody. Don't know who to talk to. Mm. Don't feel God's presence anymore, mm -hmm. but you got to keep living. You got to keep know, you living. Got to keep going. <laughs> I don't know if you're in. There's a song by Rich Tolbert that says, I'm alive because yeah. there's more. <laughs> you're not an accident. Mm. You're alive because there's more. God did not see fit to let you have the final say. I had no idea we was going to talk specifically about this today. Because there's more. <laughs> there is more. Now. Hold on. Now listen. Uh-huh. What you even screamed, there's more. I want to scream that with a bullhorn. It keep living. It does get better. I like to scream yes. that from a bull with a bullhorn. Yeah. But it's like when you literally say there's light at the end of a tunnel. Yeah. Now it depends on which kind of tunnel because there are some tunnels like the Highland Tunnel in New York, it's not a straight tunnel. It, it winds a little bit, so you don't see light immediately. Right. So my Ooh. thing is, I don't care if you got to crawl yeah. through yeah. it. Keep, yeah. keep going, because at the end, there is light. You, just, you don't yeah. see it right now. Each tunnel ain't, ooh, I see the light. Some are going to wind and curve. Yeah. yeah. Bay, bay, at your own pace. When they say, oh, honey, I'm going through. You just said two words, key words, going through. You're not stuck. You're not staying there. So go on through. So Still moving. Look at it from that perspective. Keep living. 
live through everything that you're going through. Just have that perspective. The only way out is through. through. I don't care who you are, what your faith is. You're going to go through something. It's just some people are more fortunate enough to have the tools to maybe go through it in a more healthy way. Yeah. Yeah. Is this what Checking In is, your podcast? Do we get this every single week? We get all of these amazing nuggets and just evangelistic. I'm telling you, because I, y'all, I'm telling you, I was fanning her. She didn't, I don't know if she knew that while she was over here preaching. Absolutely. You know, there's, there's something that a guest may say that inspires me, you know, and um, then it's just letting them have the space because they bless me too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah. And checking in, that's what it's all about. It's those three pillars that have been holding me Yes. Checking in with myself, checking in with uh-huh. others, checking in with uh-huh. God, and in no particular yeah. order. That's Aren't it. Aren't those pillars amazing? I've talked about pillars. I didn't know about pillars until therapy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, and before any relationship with, even friendship relationships, right? Mm-hmm. My my pillars have to be checked off. Praise God. Good night. You know, because if they're not, on a daily basis, the walls come tumbling down. And that's mm. that on that. That's it. The pillars are the foundation of me. Yes. Okay. Okay, baby. <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, that's just been restorative for me. Yeah. Those three things. I don't have nothing magical or whimsical to say other than those yeah. three things for me. Yeah. Michelle, um, I love you. I and love I you. you. And I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful that, that you are here. That's it. Because the world would not be the same without you and don't you ever (laughs) including me feel like you're not worthy and of value you bring so much that's it remember you told me stop playing small i'm never forgot that at at essence fest you sure did did. you sure did you read me i said yeah she read me you sure did it's so funny sometimes it's like you you can Help other people, but can't help yourself. Paraphrasing it, you was like, stop devaluing yourself and where you come from. Wow, I'm so <laughs> glad that I could be a blessing to you as come you have on, been somebody. to me. Yes, it's So many times. It's reciprocated. So many times. We need to talk often because every time you talk to me, you give me like another boost that I didn't know I needed. Come, There's so much it. in you. You, got, keep you got books, you got courses, curriculum in your own way. What we doing? Yeah. We doing, <laughs> we doing, Michelle. Come on, we, doing, Michelle. we here for it. I was diagnosed with depression as well and anxiety due to a circumstance, yes. right? But I, I think that circumstance triggered what was really there all along. Mm. If you understand what yeah. I'm saying, oh yeah. So now you know, I I feel like I'm a baby in this in, in my therapy, although it's been very um, extensive. You know, mm. it's been every single day for almost nine months. And now it's now it's come to being like a few times a week, which is still a lot. You know what I'm saying? Really? Yeah, yeah still a lot. Okay. So I feel like I feel like I'm a baby in it, meaning like I am just figuring out what truly works for Tamar That's in it. my therapy. That's it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so before I can offer my services to the masses, I feel like I got to really have a hold on what this new thing is for me. Absolutely. You're being responsible. 
Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Because some days it's hard for me to get up, get up and shake it off and figure it out. You know what wow. I mean? Some, Thank you for yeah, still. Yeah. It's true. It's mm-hmm. true. Even with all the therapy that I have, some day and some weeks, it could be four or five days. And I'm like, you mean it's Monday? No, Becky, it's Thursday. <laughs> yeah. And you're still here mm. in that space, Linda. Mm. Get up. Get up. That's that it. That keep living. It's the keep living for me. And you and sometimes you will only be your own encouragement. Get up. Yeah. That's what it's been. Get up. Yeah. Yeah. It's forward. Yeah. Yeah. It's forward. Yeah. Well, guys, y'all, please make sure y'all check into my sister's yes. <laughs> podcast, yes. checking in. And her book, y'all go get it right now. Please do. Please do. I love and you. we Thank love you. you. We'll be checking in with each other. Yeah. Period. Now, I can always appreciate real, especially when it's about a difficult topic that most people shy away from being honest about, right? I'm so grateful that Michelle has answered this new challenge to be open and honest about the ramifications of not checking in with your mental well-being. Now, y'all know I know how important these pillars are and how important self-care really, truly is. I talk about it all the time. And I hope that the more we talk about it, the more you'll take time to check in with yourself to ensure you're whole happy and healthy. Now, if you haven't gotten your hands on Michelle's book, I just want to know what y'all waiting on. For the record, it's called Checking In, How Getting Real About Depression Saved My Life and How It Can Save Yours. How about that? Well, that's our show for the day. But before I roll out, don't forget to connect with me on Cameo. Yes, everybody, I do happy graduation, happy birthday, happy anniversary, and... I'm happy to do your Father's Day gifts, okay? It's all good. All you got to do is visit Cameo.com slash Tamar Braxton. And of course, if you want to hit me up with a question or comment about this show, you can email me at ucwithtamar at gmail.com. That's the letters ucwithtamar at gmail.com. And listen, everybody, if no one else has told you today, remember that I love you so much, and I mean it, because we're all under construction together. Bye. Under Construction is a production of Mosauce, a Stitcher brand. It's produced by Angel Lavitz. Our recording engineer and sound designer is Rashad Smith. Music provided by Radio, an audio everywhere company. More 